The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for your free picks and all of your free podcasts. One, two, three. ATT. I get to train with the best guys in the world, the American top team. Jorge Masvidal, my best friend. I train with him a lot. What's up, playboy? What's up, baby? Kobe and me are like exchanging techniques. I'm showing him how to strike. He's showing me how to wrestle. We were best friends, inseparable. Lived together for years, you know? I'll be cheering for him, or if it's me getting the next title shot, he'll be courtside cheering for me, you know? So it's not going to affect our friendship. They said the BMF, they meant the JMF, the journeyman title. All he cares about is himself. He doesn't care for anybody unless they can do something for him. And now I passed him up, I'm making more money than him, doing better in life, and he's just a jealous little bitch. I'll be at the gym, Kobe. If you're hearing this, you little bitch, face to my face. Pull up on me, man. See if this dude will even look me in the eye, man. I got to a point with Kobe and Jorge where, you know, we knew if those two were in the gym at the same time, there was going to be a problem. Stop yelling across the gym, trying to make a scene, having all the coaches pull you back. You really want to fight. Let's fight, man. Kobe has been thrown out of the gym. I'm not your teammate. I'm not your roommate, George. Now I'm just your daddy. After I let you sleep on my couch, you ate off my food. Why would you just turn on me just for a Facebook like? Set out our friendship like that so quick. We never had a friendship. It is what it is, man. All these words, you know, they do have consequences. This dude needs to slow down, man, because he knows better than most. I am. Masvidal doesn't really play like that, you know. You're either with him or against him. If you're against him, he's gonna want to hunt you down for the rest of his life. Masvidal is a man not to take lightly. The man is a knockout artist. He's got pinpoint accurate striking. He's got the fastest knockout in the history of the UFC. He knocked out Darren Till. He knocked out Ben Askren. And make no mistake, he's looking to knock out and absolutely embarrass Colby Carpenter. A lot of people said that what I did to Ben was a little uncalled for. No, I wasn't. What I'm going to do to Colby's going to be uncalled for. And I can put my life on that, man. The fire on my blood. UFC 272. George Mosbrough. Colby Covington. Done. 
George Masvidal can win his next 20 fights, he still wouldn't have as good a winning percentage as me. That's how bad he is. So he's a bum and he's irrelevant. He hit lightning in a bottle and he has nothing. He knows it. He knows he can't stop me. He knows what I'll do to him in that octagon. He'll never be the same person ever again. I'm coming for you. He's ice cold, man. There's some guys you do not want to make mad. Oh, and a head kick! I'm going to baptize him, man. Oh, what a finish for Jorge Masvidal! If I say Jorge Masvidal, he knows it's on site. He knows I'm going to spark his ass and drop his head on the concrete. This idiot would dig his own grave like this. You see how stupid he is, man? This would be the type of L that follows you home. The type of L that follows you even into retirement. You're going to see a savage come out that you've never seen. This beef is more personal and more hatred than I've ever had for anything in my entire life. I want to crush this guy's soul. I want to eat it, rip his heart out, throw it on the barbecue. We'll get him in the ring and embarrass him for life and put the nail on that coffin. There's consequences sometimes. There's some bad out there you don't want to wake him up. Yeah, long-ass promo there for this one, but it is a big fight and there is real hatred between these two in the main event. You guys are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And also at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That is my premium pay service that has now delivered 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. That means I'm three months away, if I get there, from being able to say that I haven't had one single losing month in sports betting for nine years. Nine years undefeated if we hit month number 108. You can come aboard the journey for month number 106 here by signing up for the month of March. Sign up as early as you can, not just to get this UFC card tonight and anything else we're doing today or this weekend, but get on board because Patreon, who I use for my pay site, will bill you as soon as you sign up. So if you wait and you wait until the 15th or the 20th, you'll be billed for the month of March on the 15th or 15th or 20th, and then you'll be billed again for the month of April on April the 1st. So get as much content as you can, get as many bets in as you can. I use Patreon because it is what allows me to be fully tracked and transparent. I post my spreadsheet, I post it on an open forum on Patreon, and everybody can comment on it. Same way for all of my plays. Therefore, there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. I can't take away plays that lost, and I can't add plays that I never put out. This is a one this is 100% legitimate. I genuinely have 105 months in a row of transparent tracked profit that is verified by all of my members. You can go and have a look at a spreadsheet by going to lockbetting.com and checking out all of the P&Ls. The quickest way to get there is to look at the pin tweet at the lockbetting.com Twitter account, which is at lockbetting.com. That's at lockbetting.com. Go to the pinned tweet, look at that spreadsheet. And if you go to the bottom, you'll see little tags. They see things like soccer, UFC, tennis, NBA, NFL, etc. One of them says p and that will take you through to all of the other previous P&Ls. Look at the spreadsheets properly. Make sure this is the service for you. Look at the kind of stakes we do. We do nothing silly like 20-unit maxes or 5-unit whales or vice versa or whatever these idiots put out on gambling Twitter. They don't track their plays. I do, and I legitimately make a profit for you guys every single month. So come aboard here. We are doing this show here on March the 5th. 
And there is still plenty of time left for this month to get involved over at lockbetting.com. So let's start breaking down these UFC key fights from the UFC 272 card. I'll be looking at the three main fights, beginning with the main event. You heard the audio at the top of the show. Kobe Covington is going up against Jorge Mastavel here. Mastavel is the underdog here, but I think he's too much of a wide underdog. I have this fight significantly closer than this. This is your striker versus grappler matchup, and he has more than a knockout chance here. I don't think it would be a fluke knockout if Mastavel was to win this fight. He is currently the three to one underdog here with Kobe Covington available at two to seven. Kobe via TKOKO is at 3-1 to one in the method of victory market with a submission at 10-1 to one, and he is even money for the decision. Jorge Mastaval is 4-1 to one via TKOKO, 22-1 via submission and 11-1 to one here via a decision. The over-under markets have this fight at over two and a half rounds at four to 11 with under two and a half rounds at two to one. We have under three and a half rounds at 11 to eight with over three and a half rounds here at eight to 15. We have under four and a half rounds here at six to five with over four and a half rounds here at four to six and the fight to go to distance. Yes, at four to five and no at even money plus 100. For me, this is a much closer fight than this. I don't have Colby Covington out as a two to seven minus 350 favorite to win this fight. I just don't. I just think this this isn't necessarily a 50 50, of course. But I do think Kobe at minus 175, minus 180, around about that mark would have been a much fairer line. I do think he is the rightful favourite. I do think there are more areas where he is better than Jorge Masterval. I do think he will be able to take him down. But I'm not solely convinced by Colby's top control. And also, it's hard to get hold of Masterval and to keep him down anyway. So whereas he will be winning the fight on the cards by doing that, I don't think he'll necessarily be able to maintain top control and to cruise through these rounds and be able to completely wear Masterville out as he's trying to spend the majority of the rounds trying to get out of Colby's top control. I don't see the fight playing out like that. I think it's going to stay on the feet for long enough for Masterville to remain dangerous to be able to land the knockout strike that he's looking for, which for me is his only real route to victory. And I think he'll give himself as much of the 25 minutes as he possibly can. And I don't think it's going to be a case of of Colby on top, taking this guy down at will and controlling the fight on from on top for 60 or 70% of the fight. I just don't see it playing out that way. For me, this is a fight between two guys who have a very, very clear route to victory. For Jorge Masterval, it's going to be landing that knockout shot. It's going to be TKO KO. For Colby Covington, it's going to be winning this fight on the ground, taking Jorge Mastavel down and winning this via decision on the scorecards. Despite what you see in the build-up, there is no way that Colby Covington is going to get dragged into a street fight here, into a stand-up fight with Jorge Masvidal because at the end of the day, he's going to lose that fight. This is going to be a big L that he's going to need to carry around and it's going to damage him from getting future fights that he wants. This does not make any sense. I understand that this is a very personal rivalry and I do think it's real. I do think a lot of the stuff being said is real. It's been said at nauseam at certain points because the more these guys talk, 
the more dislikable they both get. When it comes down to fight time, I think Masvidal is going to be the big, big crowd favourite. I think there's going to be a lot of money on him, especially as a significant underdog. I think it's fun to root for the underdog. I think it's fun to root for the knockout. I think it's fun to dislike Colby. But when it comes down to fight time, despite everything that's been said... All of that shit is going to be thrown out the window. And Colby Covington is going to go with his game plan. A game plan that is designed to win. A game plan that is designed to neutralise the strengths of Jorge Masvidal. And a game plan that avoids Colby Covington being knocked unconscious and embarrassed here in the main event of UFC 272. So I think it's going to be very, very clear what both these guys do. Therefore, there is a very, very clear route to profit. The only way Masterval can win is by knocking out Colby Covington via TKO or KO. And even that method of victory, I feel at this point, is catching up with him. I think there's a lot of mileage here on Masvidal. I don't think he's as potent and as explosive anymore. I think sometimes his attacks can be a little bit predictable, especially when you're coming up against the guy who you've previously been in a camp with. These two guys will know a lot about each other. And as we get to the later stages of this fight, and I do think we will do, I think Masvidal will be a little bit more desperate to land that shot. I expect Colby to be able to clinch, make it ugly, make it boring. Even though the build-up here has been fascinating to some people, I think the fight could be a little bit ugly because that's going to be Colby Colby Covington's game plan to make it ugly, to clinch, get the takedown, slow him down, wear him down and make sure he wins this fight via a decision. So Colby Covington via decision here will be my main play and that's available at even money. But you can hedge Jorge Masvidal to win via TKO KO here at the price of four to one. I think taking both of those selections almost guarantees you a profit because Masvidal isn't winning this on the cards and he's not submitting Colby Covington. And I'll be very, very surprised if Colby ends up finishing Masvidal via ground and pound, even though he was knocked out in his last fight. I'll be surprised if Colby does it. And I don't think he'll get the submission either. So for me, I'm happy to lay out 1.25 units here, um, uh, 0.25 units on Jorge Masvidal to win via TKO KO. What that does is that gets me my money back on the bet on Colby Covington. And with Colby Covington, I can put a unit down and still profit with 0.75 units from my one unit play because I'll have one unit on Colby Covington for a one unit profit and I'll deduct my 0.25 unit hedge on Jorge Masvidal to win via TKO KO. This is the way that you bet this fight. This is common sense. Anything outside of this would be majorly shocking and it's the type of loss you just take. You say, yes, I did everything right. I clearly identified the two routes to victory that were most likely for both of these fighters. I eliminated routes that were not really plausible and I laid the bets accordingly to make a profit. That is what you do here with this fight. If it goes any other way, it was in no way the incorrect play based on everything we know about these two fighters. That is the route to victory for the two. But of course, this is the octagon and anything can happen. So once again, to reiterate the way I would play this, it's one unit on Colby Covington to win this via decision at even money. And you hedge that with zero 2.5 units on Jorge Masterville to win via TKO KO. If Masvidal does 
end up landing that TKO KO, you will end up with your $125 outlay back. So you lose nothing from betting this way, but you could end up with a 0.75 unit profit, sorry, if Colby Covington does come through via decision as I expect him to do. Moving on to the co-main event, we have Rafael Dos Anjos going up against Renato Maicano, where Rafael Dos Anjos is the 4-6 minus 150 favourite here to win the fight. And Renato Maicano is available here at 5-4. The method of victory market sees Rafael Dos Anjos here at 10-3 to win this via TKO KO, 5-1 submission and 2-1 via a decision. Moicano is 10 to 1 via TKO KO, 5 to 1 via submission, 10 to 1 via a decision. The over under market tier in what is a five round fight, we see over two and a half here at 1 to 2 minus 200, and under two and a half here at 6 to 4. We see under three and a half here at 11 to 10, with over three and a half rounds at 4 to 6 minus 150, under four and a half at 10 to 11. Over four and a half at 10 to 11 and fight to go the distance. Yes is available at even money and no is available at eight to 11. I think this fight will go the distance and I think Rafael Dos Anjos will win it comfortably. Remember, Moicano is coming in here as a stand-in and Rafael Dos Anjos had a whole camp preparing for a five-round fight. I think that is going to be the difference here. And I see uh, Dos Anjos winning this via a wide decision. Props to Moicano for taking this fight on short notice. But Moicano is coming in to Vegas for the second time in a few weeks from Brazil. It's a tall order. And in addition to that, I think Rafael Dos Anjos is better everywhere. He has been training for the five rounds, which is a big deal. It's a great opportunity for Mercano, but I'll be surprised if, if this is anything other than a loss. In the rare points where he's gotten out-wrestled, RDA is near impossible fighter to control and out-grapple for long stretches. Um, his sub-loss only came via a broken jaw. So whereas I think Mercano could benefit from giving a good showing here and get himself future fights and he could have rare moments of success even maybe landing a couple of counters as RDA presses forward Mercano isn't any kind of knockout artist so I feel that he's going to have to go a distance that he's not prepared for whereas the guy on the other side has been fully prepared for this five round fight and I do think he wins a very easy wide decision and there's serious value here at the price of four to six minus 150 here on Rafael de Samuel. so I don't think that will be sticking around for too long so I would grab that simply for him to win this fight and have a little sprinkle on the decision here in this one. The final fight we're going to look at here is between Bryce Mitchell and Edson Barboza. And Bryce Mitchell is also the 4-6 to six favourite to win his fight here at minus 150. And Edson Barboza is also available here at 5-4. to four. The method of victory market sees Bryce Mitchell here at 10-1 to one via TKO KO, 2-1 via submission. And 5-2 to two via a decision. And Barboza is 11-4 via TKO KO, 22-1 via a submission. And he is 9-2 to two via a decision. The total rounds market see the over 1.5 rounds at 8-15, with the under 1.5 rounds at 6-4 plus 150. And under 2.5 rounds here at 8-11, with over 2.5 rounds here at plus 100 even money. And would a fight to go? Would a fight go to distance? Yes, at sixty-four plus one fifty, and no, at eight to fifteen.
So for me, this one plays out one of two ways. Either Mitchell can pressure Barboza, he can get past Edson's takedown defence, and if he's able to do that, he's going to be able to grind him down and give him a thorough grappling wrestling lesson here. Or, while he's coming in to try and do that, his legs continually get chopped down and he's forced into a striking matchup with a far more gifted striker. And that's something that he cannot win. It's a tough call. So you are tempted to go with the underdog here and go with Mitchell as he is very, very talented on the mat. However, I don't think he's faced anyone as good as Barboza on the feet. Edson's defensive wrestling is also pretty good on the on the initial shot. Anyway, I think he can stifle the obvious takedown. So I suspect Mitchell will have to do something very different to get Barboza into a grappling matchup and get him down consistently, consistently enough to win these rounds. I'm going to go with Barboza and I'm going to go for him to eventually land the TKO KO, which is available at 11 to 4. There is an outside chance that Barboza could just win this via decision because we could see a fight where Mitchell continues to push for the, the takedowns and he keeps getting caught coming in. He keeps being resisted by Barboza and then Barboza just ends up winning a striking matchup and doesn't end up getting this TKO KO. And there is value on that selection at 9-2. to two. For me, when you're looking at Bryce Mitchell, his main route to victory is to get that takedown and try and get a submission while he's on the ground or he could do that consistently consistently not score the submission and possibly win a decision but I just don't think he's going to be able to do this at will I don't think he's going to be able to do this enough I think Barboza's resistance will see him through and I think he'll be able to win a striking battle and possibly land that TKO KO here he's got 15 minutes to do it and I think he'll be able to land on Bryce Mitchell this is by no means by a strong play I don't have a strong lean on this fight in fact I'm not sure we'll have any play from this fight when the LockBetting.com card comes out later. If you want to get that card, which will include the prelims, make sure you sign up over at LockBetting.com. We actually swept the last pay-per-view card for the UFC, UFC 271. So we look to do the same tonight. Obviously, that's unrealistic. UFC is very, very difficult, but we are looking to make a profit. And the lock from this show will be on that card. So moving on to the lock from this show, I spoke a lot about how you bet the main event, so I've pretty much shown my hand there for that one, so I don't think we need to make that the lock. You already know what to do with that fight between Colby Covington and Jorge Masdaval. So we are going to go for the second fight that we looked at here with Rafael Dos Anjos. Now, I quoted him at 4-6 to six minus 150. I can already see that price is gone. I think people know that um, it's a very difficult situation to step in as a stand-in. It's always a fade spot and people have already got on the Rafael de Sanos train. That will be sharp money getting on him. And later on, we'll probably see more. We'll probably see this line move closer to minus 200. At the moment, it's available at five to eight. And I still like it at that price. So the four to six minus 150 is gone, but I'm still going to take Rafael Dos Anjos as my lock here at five to eight to win his fight tonight. I'm not going to take him to win via decision or anything like that, although I do think that's the way he wins. So if you want to have a sprinkle on that, that's up to you. But my official play is just for Dos Anjos to win the fight tonight. And that is my lock here for this show. That's for me in this edition of The Fight Show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.